Okay. Hi, everybody. Our class today on Purim uh, for, is it, by the way, 7th of Adar? Everyone knows what that is? The Moshe Rabbeinu's birth and death. We'll talk about that in a second. We have our Purim share here. Dedications. Rafua Shalem Tachaya Bas Rifka. Malki Sultan Le'iloi Nishmas, her mother, Chaya Eda Bas Shlomo Zalman, who passed away last Shabbos. She was a Holocaust survivor and got to hold her great-great-grandchild. Trena Bracha Lilo Nishmas, her mother, Lisa Batsara, and Sharon Kletchik, hoping and praying for world peace. All right, our Purim Pesach campaign is in full swing. We have been giving out tzedakah to very worthy causes. If you would like to participate, you know what to do. Anybody out there who would like to get the notes, please email me, estween at gmail. And you can get the sources every single week, either to your email or your WhatsApp. All right, here we go. Well, how does this Parsha start out? We're starting a new Sefer, Vayikra. The whole Sefer is about really the Tuma and Tara, the Karbanos, all the order of the Mishkan. So the name Vayikra, starting the Sefer, doesn't really give you a sense of what's going on in the whole Sefer, all right? But maybe it does. So we know that the word Vayikra is written, tell me how, what's unique about it? A small olive. So that, how could you read it? Vayikar, which could mean? Vayikar, okay, interesting. It just happened, Vayikar. And what else do you do with the word yakar? Yakar, vayikar. Ah, where does it where does it show up in Purim? Sason vayikar. What else? Kacha Right. Okay. Here we go. Let's talk about this word for a second. So why did Moshe write the word with a small olive? What do you guys know about that? Humility. Yeah, humility. In other words, Moshe was saying that the amount of Shefa, Hashpa, Chachmas Elyon, Hashem's information, knowledge that he's giving to me, I want everybody to know that it's kind of like just happened to me. Like I did not get to a place in my own personal preparation that I was able to open the flow, create out of myself a Kaylee that was capable of receiving this, this Niagara Falls, so to speak, both in quantity and quality of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Chachma, of Hashem's ideas, Hashem's truths, Hashem's Das, Das Elyon. But it just happened to me, a Kaddish Baruch Hu selected me and a Kodesh Baruch Hu made me, and a Kodesh Baruch Hu, for the, on behalf of Am Yisrael, created a keli that to 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 cause this shefa to flow through. And I'm telling you all in humility that it's don't think it's me, okay? It kind of was bestowed upon me. All right. Now, this the fact that Moshe is making it clear to all of us that sometimes what can flow through us is out of proportion to our efforts, okay, is huge and is a very strong theme in the Purim story, all right? We also know that the word vayikra, shortened with the little olive and vayikar, okay, it relates a lot to Amalek. Tell me how. Vayikar. Kar, it just vayikra. It also was vayikar. The idea is that uh, mikra. It just happened. Yeah, there is a truth in the world that certain things that are bigger than us. Okay, they happen through us, and we can't take responsibility. We can't take credit for them really fully. Or you know, the question is, we take responsibility for them. Like, how does it work? There is. Is it true that what can flow through a person? Okay, the forces they can unleash can be in a sense surprising. It just happened, whoa. And the answer is yes, for good and for bad, all right? Of course, the whole Sefer Vayikra is telling us the halachas of the Mishkan, they have a lot of application to our lives, even though we're not talking about karbanas, we're talking about tefillah, you know, things shift, but the 
basic core ideas are the same. And what Akadosh Baruch Hu wants us to know, and with many messages in Sefer Vehicle, which your Mr. will have a bunch of breaks because of Purim and Pesach, but hopefully we'll get to this, is uh, there is a formula to try to make sure that what flows through a person, okay, is good. And it could be much bigger than the person's efforts, but that the person is channeling what's good and right and not, um, and not chaos and destruction, okay? So number one, the idea of channeling. Now, once we get into the idea of channeling things that are greater than us, let's just look at the perm story, all right? Um, we're gonna get into this more, but everybody understands that when Esther decided to, um, to uh, choose for herself, as we've been talking about, an identity, a self-concept, where she would see herself as a Baruch Hu's partner in the big plan. Remember this. Mordechai made it very clear to her. He said, you realize we don't need you. This isn't really about that we need you. Remember what he said to her? Hashem is going to save the Jews anyway. He said to her, I want to tell you something. You're in the palace, you're in a position, but I'm talking to you as your husband, whatever, your, 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 your adopted father, or your uncle, whatever he was, sir. Besides the fact that a Kaddish Baruch is going to save us, you happen to have a particular situation in front of you personally. And this is only about you because we don't need you to save the Jews. Okay, so don't think this is bigger than you. You right now have to decide who you are. Okay. And if you what, and you're going to have to really align yourself, meaning that, of course, it's not good for you to try to play this role of going into the king and trying to save the Jews, because why isn't it good for you? Because <laughs> there's a really good chance that you're going to die. Okay. There's a really good chance you're going to get executed. Okay. So it's not good for your needs, but at the same time, you could play a role in the big MS, the big Tove unfolding in the world. Now you have to decide if the small good, your personal good, and the big Tove are aligned. And if they are aligned, then you will see you're making the sacrifice as Tove and you'll do it with enthusiasm and with love and with, and with real you know, you know, desire to, to do the best you can. And you'll, this is what you'll actually want to do. You'll align your Tove with the big Tove or the big MS, okay? This is the challenge. So Esther has a chance, which we all get, and uh, in our lives very often, to, to decide who we are. Now, once she decides to align herself with the big toe, and that becomes her personal toe, okay? Then we, you know, what does she actually do, right? She, the physical efforts she makes are not that huge. She fasts. She gets dressed, she makes two phone calls, right? The, the caterer and the, and the whatever, and she says, put a party together and says, she calls the social secretary and says, invite Haman, that's about it. And what happens, and then she speaks, and we're gonna get into her speech. But what happens through her efforts is huge. It's much, much bigger than her little efforts, which probably took literally 20 minutes, 15 minutes altogether. Her tefillah, of course, now her tefillah, we don't, you know, we don't know how long her tefillah is. Moshe sometimes daven the very short tefillah, her, her intentions were right, but her actual physical actions, okay, in choreographing this whole thing, were not that much. So, yes, we're saying that once she identified herself, that her personal toe was aligned with the great overarching toe, of MS. What's MS? That the Jews should not be destroyed. You know what else is MS? That this nation should not commit genocide. That's not a good thing for any nation to do. Okay. So once she understood that, so she aligned herself and she was, she was 100% in, good to go. She said, avadati, avadati, I'm willing to take the risk. All right. So now what we're going to learn, we're going to go deeper now. What's it called when we align our personal tove with the big tove? And that's the choice she made. And that gives her a special, special designation. That's where she gets queen. That's where she becomes forever queen. Malchus. That's where she gets Malchus. So there are two ideas in the spheres. You don't have to know the whole spheres to really, to, 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 un, to work with these ideas. But if you've heard about the Kabbalistic structure of the world, which is the 10 spheres, right? Mm -hmm. And if you've ever looked at it on top, it's very interesting. 
On top, there's something called Kesser, the crown. And you're going to see with Esther, she gets Kesser Malchus, look in A, Kesser, okay? Then comes Chachma, then comes Bina. Now here's where it gets very interesting. We always learn that the combination of Chachma and Bina, when Bina is applied to Chachma, what's the outcome? Das. And you look at the charts, you, gen you do not see Kesser and Das together. If there's Das, there's no Kesser. If there's Kesser, there's no Das. What is it? And then in the end of it all, you get the Malchus. So what, let's try to understand this a little bit. What is Kesser and what is Das? Okay. So if you look at in the Megillah twice, we have all these references. First of all, Vayasen Kesser Malchus Barosho. She has Kesser. Okay. She also has Malchus, which is the final end product of the implementation of everything in the real world. Okay. Kesser is the concept. The Malchus is the implementation. But it also, we also learn in the Mesechus Megillah, that the way we celebrate this whole event is we drink so much, we're supposed to be really happy, drink in order to be happy and, and make other people happy. And how much ad the low yada till you don't have das, it's keser or das, it's you don't, you can't have das when you have keser malchus, okay? You don't have das anymore. It's either or, all right? What do we mean by this? So there are two terms, we use them, we're going to kind of build even add more depth to what we know already about these terms, about these ideas. There's something called Das Elyon, and there's something called Das Tachton, or let's call the Das Elyon Kesser, okay? What we mean is divine consciousness from above, what we mean, think of the fetus in the womb, right? The mother looking down, okay? She can see everything going on. She knows everything going on. She is the source and the makom, the place of everything going on. All right. There's nothing hidden. Okay. It's all part of her. And in the end, it's the mother's choices and decisions that dictate everything. It's the mother's body. It's her blood flow, her oxygen, her everything. There is what's called keser. Keser is, in short, Akadosh Baruch Hu's rut zone, overarching rut zone which eventually will unfold in the real world, okay? And it's not complicated when Akadosh Baruch wants to let us know what is Ratzon is in the world. He doesn't make it confusing. And, and, um, and, the, and the end, and he says it straight out that a human being using the neshama should be a telemelechim and should essentially, the goal of everything, acquire das, das tachton. Rambam says the only part of us that even lives after us is the das. All right, so what a Kodesh Baruch Hu wants from us essentially is to know who we are and to be in sync with who we really are. Now, the Das Tachton is the, what we call, what's, uh, let's call it the created Das, the Das that we, um, we work on creating for ourselves. It's down here, it's below, all right? Um, here, I found this, you know, in Chabad, Kesser is the transcendent divine will above conscious internalization. You know, we, we have to work on internalizing what Agadosh Baruch Hu's overarching MS and, and, and Ratzon is. Das, the lower knowledge, is the internalized aspect of the same principle, channeling the creative or life force into existence. So for, you could say Kesser is the hidden knowledge that becomes revealed through Das where Kesser is the hidden soul root of the intellectual, Spheros Das is the hidden soul root of the emotions. What do we mean by that? All right. So let's go back to Chachma and Bina and also um, understand it. So there's Hashem's Ratzon. Hashem's Ratzon, I talked about this in the Sher Hashem series that we did for OU. Hashem's Ratzon manifests in the world as the world as we know it, all of not just nature, but human nature the nature of the Tzalmokim, but also the nature of everything. Now, that's when we, you know, becomes aware, when, our, when we are old enough to just like begin to be aware of, our, of the world around us, we realize that there are givens, there's facts, like Ben Shapiro says, and they're just facts. They don't care about feelings. They don't care. They're just facts, okay? Um, and we say, oh my, what are the facts? So Avraham looked around and he looked at the world and he said, I don't want this. Don't tell me Baba Mai says about there's a sun god and a moon god. I just want to know the facts. What is going on? He was a scientist. He said, Let, what does the sun do? What does the moon do? What does the wind do? What is going on here? He didn't give it explanations. He just wanted to know the facts. Chachma. Okay. Again, we always learned that it took another 1800 years for Aristotle, so-called the father of modern science, to do exactly what Avraham did. Okay, 
the reason it took so long is because the humanity was terrified of the gods. And if you dare observe the movements of the sun, you're gonna go, who are you? The sun is a god, who are you to observe it? The sun, the god of the sun will you know, send his wrath down on you. Avram wasn't afraid of that. He already broke the idol. So that's called being an iconoclast. All right, so that's called Chachma. Chachma is when you say, what, how does, you know, you, you start learning like brain neurology. How does a brain work? Psychology, how do people, what are, what drives people? What is like the underlying, you know, forces that we we're discovering that seem to be common to people. You learn science, you learn all the sciences, all the mathematics, all the physics is the Chachma, good? Chachma we know comes from outside of us. We don't invent it. We don't contribute to it. We don't, uh, we don't have an opinion on it. It's just what it is. Now, Torah, Chachma Sashem is Torah. Same story, it comes down from Sinai. We stand at the bottom of the mountain. Okay, it comes to us. All right, now, how did these great ideas reach us? Well, we talk about the Shefa flow, the Neshama, right? Hashem's exhale, all right. Now, what happens? You tell me the next step. What's our part? What do we get to do? What's it called? Where do we come in? What's the Kochos Hashem gave us to use? Bina. Bina, yeah. exactly. And what is Bina? Do you tell me? To work with the uh, Havana. Bain to distinguish. So what does it mean? We say, okay, if these are the facts, let me really, really understand the facts. I want to understand them so much that I could already figure out what I could build with them. I could come up with ideas of what I could do with these facts. Bona, right? You know, the father, the mother, is the father, all the sperm, potential information, the mother builds it into something, right? That's the Bina. Okay. So what can I do with these facts? Now, here's where there is the great loose cannon. Well, it depends. It depends what my values are because I can learn physics and build a nuclear reactor to provide energy. Well, I can also use nuclear information to destroy the world. It depends who I, depends on my values. Bina, okay, is understanding how to use the Chachma, what you can do with it, but that could go either way. Everybody has been a Hitler had been a, okay? He knew exactly how to, how to harness industry, science, technology. So does, you know, every, 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 um, the most evil of the evil, that's what they're doing. They're saying, how do I use the potential to my own ends, even if it means destroying everybody? Hello? That's right. So Bina now, you can have tremendous amount of Bina, strategies, understanding, deep connection to the facts, real smart, you know, kind of like a genius grasp of exactly what you could do with the facts, with the information. But now what you're going to actually choose to do with it, what's going to be your identity and your expression of this, your what we're going to call Das, is really gonna depend on your whole value system. By the way, people can take Torah and with Bina, totally distort it too and use it for their ends, correct? If you have somebody that knows the halacha perfectly, they can strategize how to use it against someone in, 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 and to, to totally, you know, um, win a, uh, you know, let's say, you know, win, a, win, in, win, a, win in Bastin or win in, you know, or not, or withhold a get or, or whatever it is, because they can, the Gemara says, so you could, you know, you have to have so much knowledge that you can figure out how to, how to prove that something trafe is kosher in all sorts of ways, okay? So the point is here, now it comes down to, okay, so now that I know what I could do, what am I gonna do with it? That's where you get this. Das is, now here's where Das is a loose cannon. Is the Das in line with the Keser, with Hashem's Ratzon? Now we say every day, Reish's Chachma. So therefore, all my Chachma that I'm applying my Bina to, there's something above it, Yeras Hashem. So if the Keser, the overarching Ratzon Hashem, what Hashem already dictated, already told us was Tov, was MS. If that's who I am, then I'm gonna take my Bina and my Das will be in line with the Kesser. I'll have internalized it. That's why they're not there at the same time. Now it's transferred to me. It's in me. 
And I'm going to apply all this information in a way that expresses the Ratzon Hashem because my das is aligned with the Kesser. Does that make sense? But if my das is not, then who knows what can happen? Okay, so now look at this. If my das is aligned, okay, um, Look at, look at the middle page. The lower level referred to as das tachton, my lower knowledge, or das hamitpashet, extending what I do with it, serves to connect the intellect as a whole. Now with the next level, the realm of emotion, thereby enhancing one's determination and resolve to act in accordance with the essential truth that one is integrated in emotions. Now that I have a sense of what I can do, the, if the das is not connected to the, the kesser, what's going to be the next step? Now comes the whole concept of emotions. Emotions really are, are we call them chesed, din, and tiferes. Really, chesed is what I love. Din is what I hold back from, which really love and hate, what I include, what I restrain from. Now, depending on this das, okay, it's going to overflow. And it's totally going to dictate what I love and what I hate. So look at this. Look at the Pasuk from Mishlei. In the das of the rooms. This is Mishlei again, so it's Proverbs. Yimaleu, the das will fill the rooms. Kolhon yakar again. Here's the word yakar. Vinaim. The rooms are filled with das. What does that mean? The rooms are the chambers of the heart, meaning really the emotions. The emotions of the soul, as alluded to in the word cheder, rooms, which is chesed din rachman, meaning I now, here's how it goes, I now love and hate, okay, and decide what's good for me and what's bad for me based on my identity all right, and my identity, if it is not connected to a greater truth, all right, is inevitably going to be a free for all dangerous das. Now we're going to get to the Chet Eitzah Das. This is the story, okay? We called it, uh, we talked on, when did we do this? Oh yeah, it was Monday night, the David Melchior, entitled, The Drug Called Das. There is a drug. Okay, it is, it is, it is a very powerful drug because it makes us feel better than any drug out there. And that is called the Eitzadas Tovarach. You see, we just said that a Kaddish Baruch Hu has MS. And so from a Kaddish Baruch Hu up here, Das Elyon, okay, whatever is MS is Tov. Obviously, if it's MS, then it's good. Then I love it. Toven Ra subjective is my emotions. If it's MS, Hashem, whatever is MS from Hashem is what Hashem loves. Whatever is Sheker, Hashem doesn't love. It's Ra. Hashem sees it as broken, not functioning. Hashem doesn't like it, so to speak. Okay. What is more freeing than taking your desire and being able to to assert that it's MS, so that you two are completely aligned. My desire is perfectly MS. Then you're free. Imagine, I know healthy food is good for me. And you want to know something why I'm so free? Because I love healthy food. I hate anything that's not healthy. That's, I hate eating anything that I know isn't perfectly suited for my, my, my well-being. So I'm free because I have no temptations in the other direction. I'm not a slave. I say, I know it's healthy. I know what I should be eating, but I love to eat junk. Then, I'm in a, then I have a problem. Then I'm in a conflict. Then I have to subdue my desires for my intellect. And then I'm like a slave because really I don't want to do this. But I have to do it because what I, I have to. Otherwise, I'll, you know. Isn't it freeing when I say what I what is true is what I want? Okay. The problem is, and if it doesn't start by Kesar, it starts from the bottom. First, I want. Then I say it's true. Hello, welcome to Putin. Welcome to every dictator. I want, everybody knows this, right? 
I want to be Napoleon, Alexander the Great, whatever. Therefore, my, my, my um, position is that Mother Russia must be rebuilt at all costs. It must be, there's no alternative. I do not forget that we had Mother Russia. I will never forget. Therefore, I'm entitled to do whatever I want. But the question is, where does it really start? It really starts with, I want to do what I say. And you know how you know? Because he's so classic. He's classic because he doesn't listen to anyone else's opinion. He, there is no one else to listen to. They say now there's only one, per, one other person in his close circle who tells him what he wants to hear. If you can't hear other people's opinions, then of course you can't know if your position is right. That's what dictators do. They kill everybody who doesn't agree with them. So therefore they get to say, I know that I'm right. So when it starts from the bottom, then we're, the person has the freedom and they will never back down. They will never back down because they're, what they want is the truth. And they can't just turn their back on the truth. What's Putin supposed to say? Okay, you know, forget Mother Russia, forget it. We don't need to rebuild Mother Russia. Like, he can't back down. In fact, they're all, all over the news. They go, there's no off-ramp for him. He locked himself into the corner and he ain't doing a U-turn. That's called Vanahapohu. So you have your classic, classic, like, like literally textbook Eitzadah situation. So when Hashem says, don't eat from the Eitzadah, Hashem is saying like this. We've learned this many times. Das tovaram. Remember the Nachash says, look at the Nachash. Ki yodeya elokim. Ki imenu. The day you eat from it, your eyes will open. Vayisem elokim. Yodeya tovaram. He's right. That's God. God knows that what is tov and what is ra, and it's totally in line with what is MS and what is sheker. He knows he's there, he's, there's no confusion, there's no distortion. God's knowledge or attachment, Hashem's knowledge means it's his das, means Hashem, it is Hashem's self expression. MS is tov. You'll be like that. You'll have this freedom to say, My desire is the truth. And once you're in that space, okay, you can justify everything. Now, event, what happens, okay? This is a great drug. What we do is we conflate our desire with the truth, MS. So now our DAS is DAS that is invented, okay? Our DAS, which we claim is the truth, is invented by our desires. And then we take our Bina, all right, and we all our strategies, well, and then we use it to fulfill our desires, which we claim is the truth. Does this make sense, everybody? Mm -hmm. We do this all the time. Every time, everybody does this. How many people can say they haven't taken this drug? I want something. It works for me. I desire it. I know there's damage. There's going to be collateral damage. I know other people won't be happy, but I do it anyway, and I justify it, and I say, it's not, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm entitled to do this, right? Now, what happens in real life, all right? In real life, for most people, and I may, it might even be happening in the world today, it eventually, we learn from trial and error that when we do this, we generally end up destroying ourselves. It happened enough times in history that some powerful person who wanted power, wanted whatever it was, they justified everything. And in the end, nobody put up with it and they got destroyed. And all these empires that operated like this, the last one being the Third Reich, you know, everyone said, oh, no, you're not, you know? And uh, I mean, eventually, and they bombed uh, Germany and now it's actually dangerous because Germany is being uh, perhaps gonna rebuild their army, but their military. But um, in the meantime, perhaps the world learns, you know, you're seeing some nice things coming out of Germany and Poland. I don't know if you saw the, the, uh, the news, the Germans by the thousands are lining up in the train stations where these trains are coming in from Ukraine and they're like with big signs, like I have one room available, I have an apartment available. I'm like, they're just like bringing people home, whole families, you know, you see some nice things also in Poland, they're leaving like strollers on the, in the, in the, you know, you saw these things. Maybe people learn, look, Ukraine um, elected a Jewish president, you know, Jewish mayor of Kiev, maybe people learn 
maybe they realize that when you invent your, when you just follow your desire and you pretend to justify it, that it's right. By the way, Hitler ended every speech. He believed it. Uh, he was doing what God wants, right? And eventually it's it's destructive. It, des it destroys everything. And eventually it destroys, you destroy yourself. Maybe the world learns. But there's always the element that will not learn. No way, no how, no matter how much everybody else figures it out. We figured out in our life, you know, we start it when we're young. We do this justifying our desires. Eventually we, 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 we capitulate. Eventually we we um, reconcile, we say, it doesn't work like this. There are some real truths, both in nature and human nature, and I gotta accept them. And we talk about this all the time, when a person tries to justify their own desires, no matter how much it hurts everybody else, they, first of all, they end up hating themselves, they're out of sync with themselves, they end up hurting, they end up trying to soothe themselves. And also, they see that it ruins their relationships, when we justify our desires for pleasure, power, whatever it is, and, and then it ruins our relationships and it, it just doesn't work for us. And eventually we reconcile with the, that there's some, there's some basic truths that you really can't, um, you really can't live in contradiction to. You got to treat other people well. You got to be honest. You got to say you're sorry. You got to be considerate. You got to be humble. You got to be able to say I was wrong. I mean, you got to do some things. We reconcile. Okay, and we start being more, more of a person that other people like, and more of a parent that our kids like, and more of a person that other people could get along with, and more, more uh, humble, and more open to listening, and more opening to saying, oh, I didn't do that right, I'll try again, and more opening to going for help, and more opening to looking at ourselves honestly, we become better people. That's what, how it goes in life. But there's always those that will never stop. They will never back down. And we look at them and like, hmm? that's a yeah, that's a moment. That's a moment. So look at D, how it started and how it ends. Okay. It started with the big warning in the Torah. Don't eat from the Tzadas. Don't do this because you're going to die. You're going to self-destruct. Do not conflate your desires with truth <laughs> because in the end, it won't work. Not only will you kill yourself, everyone else will kill you too. No one's putting up with it, okay? How does it end? So Haman, Haman is that classic example of, and we'll get into him a little bit more now, the one who will not budge. They will conflate their desires with truth, period. And they don't want to hear a thing, all right? In the end, what happens by Yislu as Haman al ha'etz, that's how it ends, don't forget, this Eitzadas is in Perak Bays of Boratius. The last Sefer to be included in the canon of what we call Tanakh is Esther. And what does it say in Esther, Perak 7? I'll say that's Eitzadas. This is how it ends. You hang yourself on that tree. It does it. This is it. This is, it is not negotiable. The, perp, the, the, the goal in life is to align our desires with what is MS, not to pretend that our desire is the MS, not to be resistant and hateful and angry and vicious and revengeful when somebody says your desire is not the MS and I'm not letting you get it, okay? So um, that's how it ends. Like, Haman gets hung on the tree, okay? We understand this so far? It's built uh -huh. All right. So David Foreman, Rabbi David Foreman is uh, in the alphabet, Aleph Beta, which is so interesting, so creative, really enjoy listening to it. He uh, pointed out a very interesting observation. And he said, we have a mitzvah, both in Shemos and in Devarim, to eliminate the Zecher Amalek. And we think it means what? We should eliminate the memory. How do you eliminate a memory? can't eliminate a memory. In fact, long-term memories just, they're, they're the things that stay the longest, right? So David, Rabbi Foreman says, maybe it's referring to eliminate Amalek's memory. Amalek is the guy that remembers. Remember, Haman's from Amalek, right? He's the one that remembers. Why does Amalek remember that everybody else already forgot? Everybody else gave it up. They reconciled. They're like, that was back then. He said, no, I still remember. I'm not giving it up. He points out this. 
Remember when Yaakov and Esav, back in the day, Yaakov said, Anna, he said to Esav, let's be honest, all right? Um, we're brothers. This is really, by the way, and this is Edom, this is Esav, Esav, which eventually became the West, Rome, the West, the church. And Yaakov says, listen, we're brothers. We're supposed to be in this together, all right? Oh, it's so late. Oh yeah, we started really late, okay. Um, we're supposed to be in this together. I'm supposed to be the idea man, you know, the philosopher, and you're, I'm the chachma, basically, okay? And you're supposed to be the bina that takes it and makes, you know, and really integrates it and like builds a world based on it. All the, the Elon Musks and the, that's you. You're supposed to take the chachma and do stuff with it. But what you do with it is supposed to perpetuate and extend the yemes, the das, your das, our joint das, as I give you the chachma, which comes from keser, ratzon Hashem, you figure out what to do with it. And then you build stuff that actually enhances and promotes the MS. Okay, that's what you do. You build an internet so we can have Torah anytime. Okay. But I know you don't want to. I know, Asa, that you're really, you want to use this world, but you're not interested in this world reflecting the MS. Right now, you're very into your desires. You just came back from the field where you just did whatever you wanted. You, Chazal say everything. You just have your desires. And you're going to use the world to promote your desires. I get it. So do me a favor. Opt out. Okay. You sell me your Bukhari for you know what, for what? For, for a penny here, a bowl of beans. You know, if somebody actually values something, they don't sell it for a bowl of soup. They say, you know what, Yaakov, no thanks. I'll go inside and get an apple. You know what I mean? So Ace of, you see the Pasuk, he says he gave him a bowl of soup and it says staccato. He ate, he drank, he got up. And then the narrator, the Torah says, and you know what that is? He had no interest in it. It, 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 it was, he disgraced it. He said, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, I don't want this role. I don't want this role. I know I want to use the world based on my desires. And then I want to say that that was what I, that's right. Okay, that's Asa. Okay. There's no Amalek yet. That's Asa. So what happens, Esav leaves it, he's then Yaakov, and then Yaakov gets the bracha, and Esav gets, says, and then Esav, we just said this, right? My desire is the MS. He feels justified. Yaakov shouldn't have stolen the bracha. Who does he think he is? No, you sold the bachorah. Of course he was entitled to it. But no, my desire is, is true. But eventually, Esav and Yaakov reconcile. Esav says, you know what? Remember they meet and Esav kisses him and he says, you're right, Yaakov. This is your path you're on. You're going down to Mitzrayim. I'm not, it's yours. And Yaakov says, you know what? You go, I'm going to go slow. It's a long journey through history. Remember this in Vayishlach? You're going to meet up with me in the end. And he says, yeah, I'll meet up with you in the end. In the end, what that means is in the end, Esav, and we saw it in history, you know? I accept that you are, you really, Yaakov, have the moral authority. You're really channeling what's MS. And really, we're supposed to use our capacity to, um, you know, to kind of really master the world for the purpose of MS. I get it. And in the end, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to reconcile to that. I'm going to use technology, science and everything for the greater good. I got, I'm reconciling. Asa doesn't have a battle with Yaakov. It ends. Ace of reconciles. By the time you get to Rebbe, who wrote the Mishnah and Antoninus, they're totally reconciled. Okay. Then you get to the church. Okay. It had history. It took a while. Now the church has no power. Now you see a lot of support for Israel from the Christians. You know, you all oh, there, whatever. They have inter, they have ulterior motives, some of them. But you understand that they very much, much of them do see the Jews as holding on to the ideas and guiding and all that. Okay. But Ace of had a son, Eliphaz, all right? And Elisav, in a way, also reconciled. He was supposed to kill Yaakov, and he didn't. Now, Elisav married a Timna, a Timna had a Amalek. Amalek says, I will never reconcile. I remember, I remember, okay? That, in, that Yaakov wanted to take this, you know, claim moral superiority, and we should just kind of like support that and uh, facilitate that. 
And I remember that old fight that I don't want to say, I will never reconcile that Yaakov, Amishol has moral superiority. I will never accept that. I'm the one who's true. I'm the one who's the last one standing. I'm the one that remembers the truth. Think about Putin. I'm the only one that still remembers Mother Russia and I will not reconcile with the West. Everybody else is reconciling with the West, except in China and Iran. They're... But, the, but who used to be us, we're all reconciling with the West, with democracy. I will not reconcile, I remember, okay? Look at this, I quoted, we have Putin right here. And all, this is from his speech that he gave not long ago. All of the so-called Western bloc, which the US formed in its image and likeness, hello? All of it in its entirety is what is known as the empire of evils. The West really tried more to accept democracy, biblical values. America was built on biblical values. After the fall of the Soviet Union, he added the US and its allies tried to crush us, beat us down and finish us. We remember that, we will never forget. I will stand for the dictatorships, <laughs> the totality, right? All that, all right. Look at the Megillah, the Amalek Haman. He's the guy that says, no, 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 I am not forgetting. So when Mordechai didn't bow down to him, it wasn't just Mordechai. Why do you want to kill all the Jews? If he actually just had issues with Mordechai, just kill Mordechai. No, this is the nation that my grandfather reconciled with, that the world is going to reconcile with. They're all going to say, Mordechai, you're right. You shouldn't be bowing down. But I am the one who remembers. <laughs> and therefore, his whole nation, his whole race, this whole people that claims what, that we are the Chachma. You are the Bina, but your Das has to be in line. You got to get your Das, you got to get your desires in line with the MS. Okay, then we're going to do that. So, no, what we're trying, so that memory, the one that remembers, that won't give in, that refuses to accept that there's that Chachma, really what we're saying is that their Bina, the Bina of the world, the Western world, has to be at the service of the Chachma of Amishol. Everybody's capitulating, but not them. And that's what we have to erase. We have to erase the remnant of those, you know, that, 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 that force in the world is going to be erased. That force that insists uh, on holding on, that's going to be erased. Now, look at this. Here's what happens. It's so interesting. You got to look at Esther's speech. So Haman, in the end, he doesn't capitulate. He says, I'll never forget. But you know what? He's got the boomerang. He says, yeah, if you want to say that your, your desire is the truth, you know what, Haman? You got, you know, you, you're, you're going to be plush. I'm just going to, you're, you're impossible. You will not see anything but your desire. Everything's okay because you want it. In the end, I got a sparkle is going to play you. He's going to use you. You're just a little puppet. And everything's going to boomerang on you. And through you, HaKadosh Baruch is going to show the world that you can't put, you can't, you, the tov is the emes. And any alternative tov that's out of line with emes, it's, it, it's going to self-destruct. And he's going to prove it through you. So Haman sabotages, we got that, okay? What about Achashverosh? She's an interesting character. Achashverosh can be taught. Ahasuerosh can be enlightened. Maybe it's the rest of the world, you know? Maybe Ahasuerosh is the rest of the world. No, Ahasuerosh is swayed by everybody. Ahasuerosh means we're, we're hearing everybody, you know, whatever. We just, but what about Ahasuerosh? Look what Esther says to her. Well, look what Ahasuerosh says uh, to, um, and by the way, you see the Vayivas? Vayivas, it's the same Vayivas, just like Ace of his father, Vayivas, he, he, he um, disgraced the Bechori. He says, I'm not listening to your Chachma. No, you do not have moral superiority. No, my Bina is not going to be uh, in the service of your Chachma. That's what Ace of originally said, but Ace of reconciled. Ace of said, okay, it is. I give, I give up. I, I take it back. I will put my bean at the service of your chachma. But Amalek says, no, no, never. So he will not, same vayivas, okay? So what about Achashverosh? But Yomer, look what Esther does. Remember she got Keser and Malchus? And we talked, we started in the beginning, Adelo Yoda. Look what she does. 
She goes to Achishverosh and she basically says to him, I know, this is the second speech. The first speech happened at the party. She said to him, listen, you love me. My life is in danger. So she was appealing just to his personal perception of Tov, not Emes. Just, what do you, you know, is it good for you that your wife should be killed? And he said, no, I love you. I don't want you to be killed. His Tov, no question of what the bigger truth is. So she said, well, I'm about to be killed. She said, oh, and he kills Haman. But now Esther wants to bring his own desire, what he calls good, in line with the emis. So after the party, the decree is still out there. The Jews are still subject to genocide. And he didn't, he's not going ahead and saying, oh, let me do what's emis. Two things, A, the Jews should never be destroyed, and B, his nation shouldn't commit genocide, which is a horrible thing, okay? He's not interested in that. He's like his personal tove and that's it, okay? Now she goes to him in the end of the Megillah. Remember, there's a three prakim after Haman gets hung. A lot more goes on. Listen to her words. V'tomer, im al ha-melech tov. If you think it's good, v'matasichin lefanav. And if I found favor before you. So your personal interest, this is your desire. It's good. You want to help me. You love me. V'kasher hadavar lifnei ha-melech. But also, she's going to ask him now to rescind the genocide decree, which is the big, the big thing, okay? Much more important than hanging Haman. She says, kosher hadavar, if it's kosher. This is a whole other thing. This is not whether you feel like it's good. Look at the Malbim. What is it? Kosher hadavar lifne hamelech, hainu, sheyasig, that he appreciates to'eles min hadavar ba'atzmo, that in and of itself, it's appropriate, it's right, okay? The person who rules the whole world, it is appropriate that you should do what's tzedek and yashar. It's nothing to do with your love for me. I want you as the most influential leader in the world to commit yourself to what's tzedek and yashar. So now she's saying, you need to bring your tov in line with what's, what's emes. That's your job now. You need to want and love what's emes. That's what I'm asking you for now. So what if this, if Purim is the model for the end of days, which it is, because I'll say the only, right, the Yom we're going to have is Purim and all that. All the Sifrei Tanakh will be bustled, just the Megillah. Or, you know, the Nisamar of Purim, we're saying like this. First, the one that remembers that old, old, old vendetta, no Jews, no Israel, you are not the moral authority, no way. That's gonna be eliminated. That won't exist in the world. People will begin to reconcile, yes, you are. It is your chachma, and we will apply our bina to figure out how to facilitate in the real world the chachma, so that our das will be in line with the keser, okay? And that's what the Jewish people, Esther, Keser Machus's role now. Now we have to educate the world. How do you get your desires in line with the MS? That's the job. Because when we see that the destruction of the ultimate enemies of Amisrael, however that's going to happen, Iran, right? Whoever right now is positioning themselves as the ultimate threat to Amisrael, in their destruction, in their utter destruction, that's the Hamans, that's the boomerang, that's that. That's not, you know, that doesn't get salvaged so much. In that destruction, however it works, the rest of the world says, yeah, you can't really destroy the Jews. You know, they do have a role here that we cannot deny. Then the world says, okay, but we see things differently. Our desires are not in line. Like we need it. We need to reconcile. We need to come in line. And that's where Amishal, that's where Esther comes in. This is what Yeshayahu talks about. The nations will come streaming to Yerushalayim saying, teach us. Please teach us. We want to feel and desire and consider what's good. What is the emes? And here comes, that's what Esther says. It's not enough that you like me. You need to do what Sedek Vyasha for its own sake. And that has to be what you love. And look at the Pasuk. First, she says, First, it's about me. I know you love me. Now, but it's also Sedek Vyasha, what you should do. And I'm Tov. So she's saying, Now, your desire 
to do what you like, what you think is tov, which is subjective, is the same as your desire to do what's emes. They've come in line. Do you see that? And this is the ultimate, our ultimate job in Achos Hayamim. It's a job. We have to help people shift and re-identify themselves so what they like, what they want, is the emes. And that's our job also every single day. Every day, this is our tafkid. That our das down here, which is going to affect our chadarim, chesedin rachamim, meaning what we love, what we hate, what we want, what we care about, that our das has to be in line with them. That is the whole story. And to avoid and finally overcome, don't eat from the etzadas over, don't decide that I get to first cater to my desires and then justify them. And so that I get to be like God where my emiss is tov. No, 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 you're not there yet. It's a whole long journey to bring your tov in line with the emiss. That's the journey. And it takes a while and it's gonna take all of history. And in the end, Amishol do that, we do that. And we're gonna teach the rest of the world how to do that. And that's the great Simcha. And that's Adlo Yada. What does it mean Adlo Yada between Mordechai and Haman? Right, we started out with that. Esther got Keser. She has Malchus. We're supposed to be so happy. Why are we supposed to be happy? Because we're going to see that HaKadosh Baruch has two paths to bring the world to this final reconciliation of Tov and Emes. Path is that all of Sheker gets destroyed. It's, it's right, it's, it's eliminated. All the attempts to say the Jews are not the, and have not been forever, the channel of MS, okay? And if through our Torah, that self-destructs. The Jewish people have influence. Either way, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is gonna show it to us how, either by us having the great influence or by them self-destructing, we're gonna see that in the end, there is no alternative to Das. We're gonna achieve a Das that's, inevitable. You don't have to work on it. It's going to be like, we're going to get this. The Jewish people are going to have this great das, and then we're going to share it with the world. And there's not really going to be alternatives and everyone's going to desire it. And everybody's going to seek it. And everybody's going to yearn for it. And everyone's going to come beg us to show it to them and teach it to them. All right. And that's going to be Amisol's role in the end of days. Yeah. <laughs> but just I don't know if you said it already, but what you're saying, you know, they say Haman and Hatorah. We said that in the beginning. Yeah, we said that whole thing in the beginning. Um, hi Leah, nice to see you. Okay, guys, I'm gonna turn off the recording, but I'll leave this meeting going so that you can ask questions, okay?